0: good evening good afternoon or good morning wherever you are as always i have no idea where you listen to this or what you listen to it for um this is elf one um i've got no other elves oh before i continue alex i like to be referred to as elf one elf i don't like to put my name out there uh-huh. because of reasons that we may not discuss yeah um, <laughs> Sounds good. so um, i've got a guest today as seems to be the way with this um project so on the help podcast today we have alex swallow welcome alex QL for. <laughs> was that good? Yeah, that's great. He knows my real name, so I think I was going to throw him out there a minute. Um, but never mind, we'll carry on and see how we get on there. So um, I've put a tweet out today, uh, Alex, asking anybody has got any questions for you. I did get one question, but I'll get to that in a little bit later. Intriguing. I think it's something I'm going to start doing before podcasts with a bit more warning. So if you do listen to this on a regular basis, I'll try and find out who oh, I'm actually going to interview so you can put your own questions towards it, rather than me just waffling all the way through. So Alex, um, introduce yourself, tell us what you do, where you're from, and importantly, how you ended up in Sheffield.
1: Thanks very much. Well, um, I've uh, been living in Sheffield now for nearly two years. Um, I run a business called The Influence Expert, which helps people with personal branding, and I've got a background in the charity sector. Um, My wife and I moved to Sheffield basically because... We came here a few years ago, uh, really liked it, thought it might be somewhere that we could end up living, and we wanted to find somewhere to settle down because we've been living in a variety of countries before we moved here my wife's from London and I'm from Brighton uh, we've never lived this far north before beyond the wall so where do you believe the wall is? oh where is the wall I mean some might say the for Gap but okay. I, would, I would say it's probably just south of Chesterfield or somewhere <laughs> like that.
0: I do find that weird when people mix it in with the Midlands you can't tell someone from Sheffield from the Midlands
1: no absolutely not although you know it's always interesting for me where the, where the north begins and I think for that um, there's apparently a map, a Greggs map. Okay. There's a Greggs map. As in the Baker's? As in the Baker's. Yeah. But apparently, according to the Greggs map, controversially, Sheffield isn't in the north because the concentration of Greggs per head of population is not high enough which is incredible to me because when you walk through the centre of Sheffield there's about three Greggs in five minutes so I don't know <laughs> well, yeah. it's a high
0: bar I do have an interesting Greggs fact for Sheffield go for it it may not be true anymore but the one on the bottom of London Road was the only yeah. Greggs in the country to have ever closed down because it didn't make enough money
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> apparently true I, I'm not verified that with anyone but um, I read that somewhere well that might have added to the, <laughs> the statistic that Sheffield can't be in the north according to the Greggs map, but it's in the north for me so <laughs> so um, I noticed recently that you've written um, an Exposed magazine um, article about what you think about Sheffield and how you found it, how you fitted it in, and just give us a bit of a summary about what you wrote in that and what your thoughts are.
1: Well I think I think Sheffield is basically a bit of an um, a undiscovered gem, but not to the people who are here, so I think the people who were born in Sheffield, uh, the people who are, went to university here and stayed which it seems to be many, 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 many people everyone pretty much <laughs> Um, I think that those people know how amazing it is, you know, whether it's for, uh, the great outdoors and the nature. Um, I think it's got the best pubs in the world. <laughs> and I can say that with some authority. I used to live in Prague so and Berlin, so I've got a little bit of that.
0: He's not lying. He has mentioned this to me many times previously how much he loves the pubs. Um, just to um, add to the atmosphere of what's going on here, we're in the Union Pub again at Nether Edge, recording this in a corner while um, a gentleman eats slowly beside us. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're just um, here. And so about the social influence. So since you've been in Sheffield, um, obviously I met you through a, a monthly, bi-monthly meetup bi-monthly, that you do yeah. called. Social Good Sheffield. Do you wanna give us a bit of a talk about what happens there and what your plan is? Thanks so much. Yeah, so um,
1: I actually met my wife working at a small charity in London and Social Good Sheffield is just about having a bit of a space for people doing social good in and around the city um, to to network, to um, have a pint of something, alcoholic or non and um, just often to find out about the good work that other people are doing so when we moved to the city we wanted to meet people doing good things in social good um, and we found there was a lot of amazing social good initiatives but not something perhaps really, really informal um, okay. and it's free as well um, so it's just been great for us to meet a few people and to bring a few people together because there are so many people doing good
0: things in Sheffield. And that's at the head of steam. is it still at the head of Steam sticking at the head of yeah, yeah, so
1: it's it's been at the head of Steam at the moment. Um going into the next year we're gonna we're gonna look at exactly where we might be, so sort okay. of watch this watch this space. But I think um what's been really amazing about it is that as often happens in my experience with social things and charity things is that um Quite often there are so many people with good connections but there are so many people doing good things that actually some, some of those people don't know each other and actually it's, it's really inspiring just to bring together people whether they work for a charity, they're mm-hmm. volunteers, they set up their own organisation, they work for some sort of social business and that's another thing that definitely attracted us to Sheffield is the fact the city seems to have a real social conscience, there's so many good things going on and I, I love that
0: socialist republic of south Yorkshire. oh yeah which i only learned about after
1: i moved here as well yeah completely
0: i don't know where that started from but um it, it did um get a lot of traction in the 70s um not that i was born um <laughs> and so um i met alex at um social good sheffield and it's actually provided me with quite a lot of people on this podcast who i met there as well so if you do want to get yourself down have a look out you're on um Twitter aren't you obviously? Yeah we're on Twitter
1: and on Facebook and also if you find me on Twitter you can see all the things I'm involved with.
0: Okay Okay. so I mentioned earlier that I did have a question as I put this out to the followers of Twitter. (sighs) I might have to actually go and see what this says but I think the words are from Mr Rob Marston. Um, What the bloody hell is a social influencer?
1: Oh interesting. (laughs) Okay so um i I work around um influence um, particularly uh um, online influence but also offline influence uh, for me i'm uh, don't consider myself a, a social influencer. I'm not one of these people with some amazing sort of um, Instagram following. Um, I'm not one of the, I'm certainly no fashionista, which is <laughs> which is richly ironic in itself because I'm actually uh, chair of a brilliant charity called the Suit Works, based in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. So I sh- I'm rapidly learning a little bit more about fashion, but I'm not an Instagram fashionista. Um, social social influence for me is really just about um, whatever it is that you're doing is being able to share it with other people Um, and online gives us a real opportunity to do that you know we can we can meet people face to face and that makes a real difference but also being able to spread the word online and being able to learn from other people we can really accelerate that we have some amazing tools to be able to do
0: that Okay, obviously, which we try to use with our Help Sheffield business, whatever that is. I don't even know what it is yet. Six and a half years in, still have worked it out, but never mind. Not to worry. Um, I do know about Suitworks, but for those of people who don't know, if you want to tell us what it is, Vander, isn't it? It's still yeah. Vander? Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, the director of Suitworks, Vander, um, pretty much everybody in Sheffield um, seems to know her to the extent that I've started introducing myself as being someone who knows Vander rather than someone who's involved in the because <laughs> (laughs) Everyone seems to know Vanda. The suit works basically is for people um, who are unemployed and have um, the offer of an interview for a job. And um, when clients go along to the suit works, um, they are given a suit, they have a styling session, they hopefully go away feeling more positive about themselves, they get to keep that suit, um, not just for their interview, they get to keep it forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And the talented team there really helps uh, people to feel a bit better before their interview. Also, interestingly, we've, it was started by Vanda and it was for men only, but this uh, summer we've expanded so that it's also now the service is available for women. <coughs> um, okay. So please look them up and they're always yeah. looking for suits to be donated if someone has wow. any spare.
0: I've given them some lovely skirts recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't wearing them on the weekends like I used to, but you know, you can get them. So you mentioned there that you met Vanda um, not through... Did you, meet, you didn't meet her through Social Good Sheffield you met her through some other events and Sheffield I don't know if anybody really goes out of their way to look for events in Sheffield but there's a lot going on isn't there <laughs> it's
1: absolutely incredible I probably mean, not
0: London scale but you know
1: well I think it compares very favourably to so I I grew up in Brighton as I said and I think um Sheffield has a lot of the qualities of Brighton, a lot of the things that I I look for um, in a city or in a place to live. um, It's a bit bigger than Brighton, but I think Sheffield just has an amazing amount of things going on. So in the first year I was here, I went to everything from uh, Festival of the Debate to off the shelf to um, the documentary festival, which is huge here, which I didn't know. It's great. Sheffield Carnival, and then I went to loads of sporting things as well, from the ice hockey to the speedway to the basketball, and, <laughs> and I think that it's, there's so many ways in which Sheffield really punches above its weight. Um, and yet, it doesn't feel that it's, it's as on the map as it could be. But I'm not sure if Sheffield people want it to be that way. That's what i was what going I'm to say. Of,
0: have you ever tried convincing a Sheffield person to go out and say, come to Sheffield? People on social media want to talk about Leeds and Manchester. Yeah. And when I've been to Leeds and Manchester, I just go. Not quite as exciting I as I'd hoped. I've
1: only been to Leeds a little bit. I used to work for an organisation in Manchester and yeah. go there a little yeah. bit. I've got a, a friend in Manchester and I really like Manchester. But Manchester, to me, um, it reminds me more of London in that it's, uh, it's kind of quite big and if you don't know people, it perhaps feels a bit impersonal. Yeah. What I think is amazing about Sheffield, like the pub we're in at the moment, I've never been to before. And yet, if this pub was somewhere else, it would be a standout pub. Bit. you know, and that's what's amazing about it for me is that there are so many bits of Sheffield to discover. I'll give you another example. At the weekend, I actually went to um, a some carols held in a pub, um, which was apparently a, a particular local Sheffield tradition yep. where um, this was actually in Worrell um, but they changed the words according to the village so not only did we have to buy a specific book so we understood the carols but people were sort of almost changing it um, and we had to listen out for what the name of the, the carol is going to be because they changed everything about it <laughs> that's like an ultra local tradition I'd yep. heard of and there was a there's a website where we found the pub that it was in, but there's so many things like that. I feel like people. Sheffield is a forward-looking city, but also people have kept some of those traditions.
0: fact,
1: yeah. uh, for somebody like me who is travelling and living in different countries, it, it really appeals to to have. Fun.
0: Do you do you find, um, obviously speaking to people and living here and doing what you do, that you? are more inclined to go and find these little quirks of a city rather than people who live here who maybe don't go out and do that? Yeah,
1: that's, I mean, I think that's always, always... You feel like you're on holiday all the time. <laughs> do you know, in some ways I do, and in some ways I do, and, and the other reason I do, I think, is because Yorkshire has so much to explore. Like, I'm very lucky, you know, I'm not one of these um, southerners who, growing up, had never been north of London... Um, I, um, my grandad a, had a motor home, which my parents borrowed, so we literally went from Land's End to John O'Groats in it. We've been all around. But there's still so many places in, in Yorkshire that I haven't actually been to. Um, I, I particularly want to go to Hull, for example. I've never, ever been to Hull. The City of Culture, 2017. I
0: know. And I know one thing about Hull, Spiders' Nightclub.
1: Spiders' Nightclub. Yep, that's it. I know they produce a gin.
0: Do they? Okay.
1: they produce a nice gin, and also um, in the documentary festival, the opening film was
0: oh, yeah. from oh. a guy from Hull yeah. doing special the boss good. that was outside the city hall. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, so there are so many interesting little things that um, I haven't yet experienced and, and don't know about, and I really enjoy going around Yorkshire. One thing I must say that I don't massively enjoy is <laughs> I do find some of the um, the trains up here a little bit. Uh, old-fashioned.
0: The Pacers? The Pacers. The Pacers, they've been yeah. retired about 40 years ago. Exactly. We've still got them.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Where they were supposed to only be around for a, a little a bit <laughs> of time. Yeah, exactly. They're
0: basically buses on, on train wheels, Yeah, aren't they? so I, d-
1: I described um, to a friend of mine about, about what they were like and, and, and I think he, he almost did believe me because I said, <laughs> that's it, it's a bus <laughs> on a train track. Um, so that's taken some, uh, some getting used to but the other thing I really love about Sheffield and about this area, I'm not interested in other forms of transport particularly i can't drive i don't have a car but i love trams
0: i'm glad that you said you don't have a car when you said you couldn't drive it's a good way to follow that up yeah <laughs> i can't drive but i've got a car oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just I, crash into things. I, do you
1: know, I never thought of when I explained that to people, but I should probably mention it that way, that way, around, that way around. But the, um, I love the trams in Sheffield. Um, absolutely love them. And in fact, it's an incredibly geeky thing. But when it was the first tram train going to um, love them, Yeah. the very first one, Um, my wife and I, my wife Nisha and I, we were on the very first public uh, one. We got on outside Sheffield Cathedral and they gave us cupcakes. So we're on the first (laughs) public one. And that was the first time I'd ever been to Rotherham. So it was quite an adventure.
0: (laughs) Sounds like fun. I've never been, i am not, I've been on the tram about five times in 25 years whatever it's been I think you could say
1: you'd never been to Rotherham. I was going to say you
0: shouldn't. (laughs) I haven't been to Rotherham. Um, Then I left. Um, <laughs> and while I think about that actually about the carols that you just mentioned there, uh, the union, the pub that we're in at NetherEdge at the moment does have the carols in here on the 5th and the 19th of December wow. I believe, I saw that on Facebook today that and is amazing that's because I'm nosy no, that's <laughs> yeah we do like carols in pubs um, there's something else I was going to mention there that you, you said and I can't remember what it was but I'll come back to it in a second when I think so with the recording of this podcast, what we tend to do is when um, it goes a bit wrong, I tend to pause the phone. It saves me editing afterwards. So you're completely seamless what happened there. So what happened in the little gap that you didn't even notice happened is that me and Alex talked about a few things that he has been doing since he has been in Sheffield that you may or may not know about. So one thing that we did cop- crop up is, um, it's not exactly Sheffield, but it's not too far away, is the um, Ale Trail. And um, that runs from Lancashire up to Uddersfield, kind of way on a train as we mentioned before, a pacer so um tell us about your recent experience on the ale trail please Alex
1: yeah it's amazing we went for a, a friend's birthday so when I when I moved to Sheffield I actually knew um, just two people in Sheffield and one of the two people I knew we went for his birthday on this amazing ale trail and the way it works it it goes through um, Huddersfield down to Stady Bridge and there's a few stops the other side and you get off at, um, at every stop and there's a pub very close to the train station in some cases actually built into the train station which is pretty amazing and it's not organised you just do it whenever you like Mm -hmm. although they are special guards to uh, shepherd you in the right direction are they? yeah (laughs) they're drunk drunk people pretty much
0: (laughs) I have done the nail trial it's quite an experience Um, so if you want to look that up I'll try and get you a link and put that in the um, page notes for if you are listening to this and want to find out what the heck we're talking about and the other thing that we talked about was the uh, folk train which neither of us have yet experience but i don't know if you know is it something you can again google will know but every i think it's like the first tuesday of every month a train goes from sheffield full of folk musicians and trundles its way out into the peak district while people sit around and sing songs on the train and then they sing songs in the pub and then they drink some beer and then they get out of the train and sing songs all the way back yeah which is um, a moment of genius <laughs> it's amazing
1: and and, and that's a, that's the a thing as well is that I think that you know before I came to Sheffield um, I, as I said I'd lived in a few places I had a few interests but in Sheffield I've, I've really tried some new things so I've indulged in the things that I enjoy like good beer um, but I've also just tried some new things so we, we were talking in the break a bit about tramlines for example and I've not been to the uh, the full tramlines that you have to pay for um, the closest I got was that we lived near Hillsborough so for Rag and Bone Man we actually stood outside the fence me and my wife and listened but we've been to Tramline's Fringe both years yeah. and I'm not someone who's listened to a lot a lot of live music so I've probably listened to more oh, live music in two years in Sheffield than I have in the rest of my life so um,
0: I know of a man I don't actually know him but he's, um, he lives in Rotherham if you're listening this could be you um, lives in Rotherham or certainly did live in Rotherham he's from, from Middlesbrough and um yeah. He oh, yeah, had his stag yeah, do in yeah, Sheffield, so he invited all his, his point mates point down from Sheff- it, it, uh, from Middlesbrough it, it, to Sheffield, it, 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 and the day of the so it was the first day the the of tramlines. It was tramlines so. weekend and a man, a mutual friend, just said, oh, are you, are you bringing them down for Tram Lines? And the man said, watch Tram Lines. And then brought his stag dude to Tram Lines and every single one of them thought Sheffield was the greatest place on earth. I wondered if it was like that every weekend. Pretty much it. Yeah, it's just how we do it, yeah, you know. Why have um, a small music festival where you can just do this every every weekend? So, yeah, um, I do think people do like the old Tram Lines. I'm certainly a big fan. Um, Following another absolutely seamless gap, um, <laughs> we're back, not that we've been away anywhere. Um, but anyway, so uh, would you, me and Alex were just talking about um, the differences between Sheffield and other cities and um, what it is that does it. People often mention, you mentioned the pubs, people often hmm. mention the people. Tell me about the people. Oh, well. I mean, there's
1: there's a few things that took a bit of getting used to. Um, uh,
0: coming from down south
1: and um, Brighton in particular, um, a man calling me love when I got onto a bus was another experience, but one I particularly embraced. Um, I find the people um, really really friendly and and very open and kind, but also quite um, quite understated. There's something we were talking about earlier, which I. I've really um, thought of quite a lot where if people show off here, um, it's, it's really seen as a, as, as a negative thing, so people, you, you find people are very understated about what they do, um, and they're actually doing amazing things and so, I don't know if I think it's a very difficult balance to because that's, it's amazing that people are like that, and at the same time I wish more people knew about Sheffield
0: Yeah um, I think you'd find... Um, oh people want it to be good but don't want to tell anyone else about it (laughs) in case other people come and then we have to call them all love and it'll confuse everybody (laughs) (laughs) there'll just be too much love and it'll just get all really nasty and weird
1: but what i think is happening and one of the reasons why sheffield is developing and regenerating etc is because there's two universities here and because the retention rate's so high that you are just getting a big influx of people coming from all around the country because mm-hmm. there's, uh, you know, good educational opportunities here, and then staying, or either staying or coming back later because they just find it such a great place to live and work. Like. Yeah,
0: I think I mentioned it before on the podcast, but there is, it's widely reported, I don't know if it's that true, but we've got the highest retention rate of students anywhere in the country for people who visited and forgot to leave. I think wow. probably half the people I associate with in Sheffield forgot to leave.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't... Uh, the, uh, just as I was saying earlier about how um, I shouldn't introduce myself as being chair of the suit works, so I should introduce myself as knowing Vander. I feel the same about when I have a conversation with people, um, unless people are actually from Sheffield, were born in Sheffield, the reason they're here is almost always university. Mm. And I also thought that when we moved here, I literally thought, will there be other southerners around? there are so many southerners around because so many people go to the universities here I thought I'd be a little special flower and indeed I was
0: I've got a friend who um, actually stuck a pin in, um, a pin in the map in the sort of similar way that it sounds like you almost did mm. It's like yeah whatever we'll, we'll give that a go um, you know all sorts awesome, of course and you, get, you end up where you end up do you, do you see your life here are you after two years Are you like definitely settled <laughs>
1: um i feel a lot more um settled i was actually um reflecting on the way on the way to this this pub that i feel more settled but i think we've um we see our foreseeable future here we've um we've bought a house here bought our first house here so we'll definitely be sticking around for the foreseeable future when we bought the house i literally looked up the um hill that our house is up and um, because there's certainly, a lot of hills in Sheffield. Lucky good for the calves. Very good for the calves. Lucky, I'd lived in central yeah, Lisbon yeah, before, so like, it prepared uh, me for yeah, what, what it's cool, going to be like. So but um, I looked at the hill because I oh, thought, if right. I, if we end up retired here, this is the hill that yeah. I have to face yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> so <laughs> that gives that's you wrong. an indication of how much I want to stay here. Um, but also, along. I think that we genuinely moved here, not knowing if we would want to stay. We thought it would be a, a great place to experience. Oh, well, um, yeah. I thought we'd love it, um, but I think we love it so much more than we, we, we thought we would. I, I find it a magical place, to be honest. I think it's, I think it's brilliant.
0: <laughs> so many Sheffield ears would be like, what? It's just like, oh, mint it. Yeah, it? typical hysterical <laughs> southerner. It's exactly. getting Typif- over-excited. <laughs> talking to the typical understated Yorkshireman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A southerner, price of everything, value of nothing. But I really love it here. <laughs> Have you been to the oh, um, Portuguese it, pastry place in... I have, I have. <laughs> wasn't it that... Um, it's uh, in the Peace Gardens, in case anyone wonders what the heck I'm talking about.
1: Wasn't it that um, someone who played football for, was it one of the Sheffield teams? I have
0: absolutely no I idea. I think it was
1: um, a Portuguese footballer for one of the Sheffield teams. If it was
0: Portuguese football, it's probably Wednesday.
1: OK, so it may well be Wednesday um, that he basically opened it, because I don't know whether Portuguese. it was from Lisbon, but Portuguese people seemed to particularly like these custard tarts. When we were out there, they were absolutely amazing. And the ones in near the Peace Gardens are absolutely delicious. But you can also buy them much cheaper in Asda if you want to give them yeah, a try. Are they
0: better in the proper place.
1: Oh, they are better in the proper place, yeah. I must say. And they make, <laughs> they make them hot and fresh, and uh, you should try them out. Yeah. I can't
0: remember what the place is called. Uh, I'll it, find it out for the page notes. Yeah, it's right. it's
1: oh, literally oh, something oh, like oh, Fabrica oh, really. de Nata, because um, like like almost like a factory, I presume, where they make nata is the, the custard tarts. Okay. It's a it's a yellow sign, but my wife and I were certainly very excited when that when that opened up. <laughs>
0: um so we're on our usual sort of 20 to 30 minute point and just wonder if there's anything you'd like to add before we um close this and um move on to drinking more beverage the uh the one thing I'd really say and and something that
1: um we, we were kind of reflecting on a, a bit earlier um was that actually I think that it's really important for people to see a city through the eyes of a newcomer so quite often like I'm from Brighton. Um, I, I love Brighton, but actually, if you go there and you've never lived there before, you'd probably see it in a different light to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'd really encourage people, Sheffield people, people who know the city a thousand times more than I do, to try to see it through the eyes of a newcomer and just try out loads and loads of different things that you might not have done. There's so much out there.
0: We could have a Help Sheffield week off work and we all just meet every morning oh, and we find out everything that's going on. For an entire week. Yeah. I know what I'd end up. i would just be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> It'll start really well. Oh, we'll go to this new cinema or this new theatre. Oh, no, I've ended up in a new pub. Yeah. Never mind. Pretty much. <laughs> but I think, I think it's really... Um, that's what I experienced when I was on holiday, though. I got to new pubs. So you go, oh, it's a pub. Well, it's exactly, different to what I'm used to. Exactly. Thought, culture. When
1: <laughs> if you go to a new city, you'll really walk around it and explore it. So... I've, I've really tried to walk around Sheffield, I've really tried to get to know Sheffield, and I've really tried to ask people from Sheffield what's good about Sheffield. And by doing that, I've just found so many things that I would have never imagined. So if you can see it through the eyes of a naive newcomer like myself, then I think you'll discover even more things about our wonderful city. And I can say our, our wonderful oh, well, city. <laughs> I don't know I've ever had so <laughs> fun before, certainly not on a podcast, <laughs> but if you'll permit me, our wonderful city.
0: Well done, Sheffield. You've captured another one. <laughs> um, so that um, brings this um, FA Cup third round draw to a close. And um, we'll see you again soon. If anyone wants to appear on the podcast, give us a shout. I think we're on that Twitter. That uh, Help Sheffield or something or other. So um, thank you very much, Alex. Thank
1: you, Elfman.
0: Um You remembered. <laughs> I feared my name was coming out again there. OK, no worries. Um, goodbye. Bye.